1: Welcome back to the Bama online podcast this one on Friday, June the 4th, 2021, Travis Ryer alongside BOL recruiting analyst Hank South and I got to tell you Hank, with these official visitors lined up for the weekend, for an old guy like me, someone who's been around the business since 1993, this feels more like January the 4th than June the 4th. I'm still trying to get my head around what is it, seven official visitors that we know of as of Friday morning for this weekend for Nick Saban and the Alabama football program?
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, I think this is the most official visitors I've seen at one time during the summer, at least. Um, Really, I mean, seven, like you said, in the fall or, you know, late winter would be. Would be a lot too, but yeah, kids are taking advantage. You know, they've had that recruiting visit itch, and, and they're certainly uh, they're certainly getting out on, on campus. Um, and beyond that, you know, Alabama's hosting another camp on Saturday, so they are going to have a full plate uh, this this staff this weekend um, w- with some of their top targets in twenty twenty two, and then you know trying to evaluate um, you know underclassmen and, and other guys like that.
1: I guess a particular note you updated us, of course, right there at BamaOnline.com of. Some additions to the weekend list here, a little bit late in the week, but looks like a New Orleans wide receiver who is also an LSU commitment, Aaron Anderson, and an edge defender, surprise, right, from South Florida, another edge defender from down around the Duval, excuse me, Duval, Dade and Broward County areas there in South Florida. Uh, Tell us a little bit about those additions, and uh, we'll get through this list here.
0: Yeah, uh there there are two late additions. Uh, it took a while to confirm um Aaron Anderson who's committed to LSU. Uh, there I, I was hearing some back and forth. It's like, "Oh no, he's not coming." And then he actually did tell LSU he was going to go visit Alabama. Um but it's interesting, you know, even as recent as last week, he wasn't really mentioning Alabama as a, as a school he was going to visit. I think it was like Florida and and a few others um when when he was interviewed last week. And now he, he, he said an official visit to Alabama this week. Um, so, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, you know, Bama has, has a, has a nice track record recruiting receivers out of the state of Louisiana. Um, you know, Devonte Smith being the latest, um, you know, they went real hard after Kayshawn Booty back in, um, back in the 2020 class. And, you know, maybe Aaron Anderson is a guy they can, uh, they can build some momentum with this weekend. Then Kenyatta Jackson, four-star edge guy out of, uh, out of, uh, same high school as Xavier Williams um Chaminade Madonna in Hollywood Florida he's going to be on campus with his parents this weekend um Bama offered him last fall he actually got the offer from Nick Saban so he's been a guy that's been pretty highly thought of by the Alabama staff um so we'll, we'll see how the, this weekend goes but yeah two late additions on top of the five others that were already expected prior to uh, prior to yesterday uh, and yeah we we can continue to go through them but it's going to be a loaded weekend
1: I see Barry and Brown of Pearl Con High School in Nashville on this visit list. He's listed as an athlete at six foot one, 173 pounds. Is there a specific position, though, that Alabama is looking at Brown to possibly fill?
0: Yeah, he he's recruited as a receiver, and he's a he's a major target. Um, you know, a lot of people think he's actually trending to Alabama. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that um, at this point in time. But yeah, kind of that um, he he's he's recruited as a receiver. Um, really awesome film. He's got really good speed, um, and a guy Bama has been really high on for a while. He'll be on campus uh, for the first time. Uh, with his mom, I believe, for his official visit. He, he arrives later this after, or later Friday afternoon, so um, that'll, be, that'll be one we're watching closely for sure.
1: Never too many offensive linemen that you can acquire during a particular recruiting cycle, and it looks like Alabama has a couple of nice four-star tackle types, I guess, and Jake Taylor and Jacob Sexton I expected to be on campus officially this weekend.
0: Yep. Um, Jake Taylor, he's a guy that actually has Bama in his top three already. He got the offer back in February. Um, and immediately, you know, cut his list to three Bama was in it. I think, I think Notre Dame and Oklahoma are the other two. Uh, but this will be his first trip out at a Bishop Gorman, which is obviously the, the powerhouse program out in Las Vegas. He's attending with, with his parents. Um, and then Jacob Sexton, a four-star tackle out of, um, uh, Oklahoma. Um, he's actually, it's funny. He, he told me he's driving out, to, uh, to Tuscaloosa with his parents. Uh, I guess they left at like 4 AM. Um, he said his parents wanted to see what the drive was like. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you know, I I haven't heard of someone making an 11 hour drive and, you know, thinking it wasn't that bad. (laughs) So we'll (laughs) see how, we'll see how that goes. Maybe they'll, they'll decide to fly next time. I don't know. Um, but he he'll, he'll be out. He has a top five. Um, Bama is his first visit he's taking. Um, he's actually, um, trying to make a decision in july so he's taking these uh these official visits this month with with hopes to uh kind of narrow things down and and make a decision in the next month so will be an important visit for jacob sexton he's actually worked out with the brockemeyer brothers before um i think it was last summer maybe the, maybe a little bit before then um so a little familiarity there we'll see if those those two are his hosts this weekend in tuscaloosa uh, but yeah two big offensive line um prospects um uh, set to visit
1: of these projected official visitors for the weekend is Shamar James, the linebacker from Faith Academy down in Mobile. Is he the most likely to pop in the near future to Alabama? If you had to pick one of these guys, Hank?
0: Yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd say Shamar James, or maybe even Barry and Brown. But I, I would, if I had to pick one, it would be Shamar James. Um, you know, he's already narrowed his list down to two: Alabama and Florida for the last few weeks um I, I put in a crystal ball pick for alabama back in november when when he got the offer um i think that was kind of a game changer for him um, when uh, when he started talking to bama more um and, and you know taking this official visit he's going to officially visit florida later in the month um i've been told he wants to make a decision in early july i think he went on record saying that as well but people close to him are saying early july for you know when, he, when he'll make a choice um and, and I, i'd be surprised at this point unless you know something changes in the next few weeks. I I, I think Bama has a pretty strong um, hold on this recruitment. And I think this weekend will, um, you know, solidify that even more.
1: What do we know about Le'Veon Moss, the running back from the state of Louisiana, Alabama in the past has had some success in that area, recruiting running backs. Of course, Eddie Lacey comes to mind instantly in that regard. Where does Alabama sit with Moss right now? And, I see where there's already a couple of crystal balls that have him to home state LSU. Is there a lot of ground to be made up there? Is he a priority for Alabama at this point? He's a pretty big target.
0: Um, you know, we we've talked about, you know, there's several running backs Bim has been after, obviously have Emmanuel Henderson committed, um, but still, you know, been been actively recruiting the position. Um, I, I believe he has a top six out right now, and Bim is obviously in that. Um, but you know, I, I do think LSU is probably the team to beat, you know, the hometown LSU. Um, like you said, has the crystal ball picks, um, probably in, in edge in this recruitment, he's a, he's quieter, more reserved. So you can't get a great gauge on, you know, what he's actually thinking, but, um, I, I would not be shocked to to see him end up at LSU, but we'll see after this weekend, take the official visit, um, you know, see how that goes. Hopefully, hopefully we can get him on the phone, do an interview or see what he thinks about, thinks about the place um and we'll go from there but um i you know I, I think theres probably is ground to be made up you know this early probably not a crazy gap to to try to close in on with with uh you know a while to go before national signing day but I do think lSU has the edge right now
1: so let's talk about Ty Simpson the five-star quarterback commitment for Alabama for the 2022 cycle the expectation going into the month Hank that Simpson would be a consistent constant almost presence around the facility there over off bryant drive as alabama looks to make a lot more headway with some of these 2022 cycle uh 22 cycle targets has that been the case so far i I know that he's been around but you know what's what's sort of his presence in all this
0: yeah he's he's been on campus since uh since Tuesday, Tuesday was June first. I'm I'm already losing track of my days. We're like four <laughs> days into the month. Uh, no, but he, he's been on campus. He worked out um, with Bill O'Brien. His dad tweeted out a little clip of of him throwing. Everyone freaked out about it. <laughs> Excited to see it, obviously. Um, but he, he's expected to be on campus every single weekend. I don't know if he's just staying in Tuscaloosa all month. He he told me he's going to be there every weekend. Uh, but we've already seen him there earlier in the week. So um, pretty consistent, uh, presence, but no, he'll, he'll be really important. Um, you know, later in the month, especially when those, when those, I say huge official visitors weekends, like we're already having one this weekend, but you know, the June 18th, June 25th weekends when, when even more top targets come in, um, he'll, he'll be certainly important for that, that period of time. Um, talking to guys, you know, rallying them together and, and kind of being the leader of that class. Um, I don't know when I need to look at the dates. Cause he has elite 11 at some point. Um, I, I forgot what the actual dates, are but he'll be doing that um out, out in uh, la i think it's in la um so we'll check on that but he, he's certainly important you know guys you know all the targets we've talked especially offensive guys um even defensive with walter nolan the the five-star defensive tackle they all mentioned ty simpson talking to them he's recruiting guys like evan stewart um obviously has already built a close bond with a lot of these guys in the class emmanuel henderson um so now he, he's going to be a, an important leader important piece of this class going forward
1: You mentioned Walter Nolan, the five-star defensive lineman uh, from the state of Tennessee. Uh, We know Jacob Sexton, the Oklahoman, the offensive lineman from the state of Oklahoma, is coming in officially this weekend. I see where you've updated us, too, here in the last few days about a defensive lineman from Owasso, Oklahoma, Chris McClellan. Is he sort of a riser in the eyes of Alabama? It looks like he's already caught the attention. I know he's already been on the radar. For Alabama but in terms of priority has Alabama joined the likes of say Oklahoma Florida Ohio State SC some of these uh programs I see on uh, uh McClellan's list is a is a legitimate possibility for this 2022 class
0: yeah I think so um you know I, I caught up with him after I got the offer earlier this week and uh, he talked to Jay Valai the cornerbacks coach who's also the area recruiter um out in that in that area um in Oklahoma and you know he said uh Uh, I forgot how he, he worded it, but basically he said, even if he said, Valai told him that even if he didn't come work out, he still has an offer. So, you know, yeah, I get, you know, that means they're pretty high on you if if that's true. And you know that they, they mean that. Um, but, uh, Chris McClellan is going to come work out, I believe on June 9th, he, he wanted to get that visit set. And, um, so he's working on, on getting out to Tuscaloosa June 9th and then, uh, he wants to come back in the fall for an official visit. He actually has, I think he goes to Florida this weekend um, for an official, and he has two others later in the month. But he said he'll he'll use an official visit back to Tuscaloosa in the fall. So um, certainly could climb the list for him. You know, he his dad, um, interestingly enough, he's out in Oklahoma. He has a crystal ball to Oklahoma State. So I always like to ask, you know, you never know if, if kids, you know, has family ties to a certain program or anything like that. His dad actually played at Mississippi State. He was a receiver at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So got some SEC ties, um, obviously know, knows the area generally, not too far from Tuscaloosa. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what he thinks about um, campus when he gets out next week on June 9th.
1: We're going to take a quick break here on the Bama Online Podcast. When we come back, Is the state of Washington on the verge of becoming the next big Bama pipeline? We'll ask Hank about that. Also, some hoops recruiting items to touch on. Nate Oates and his staff certainly don't take a break. And June is promising to be very, very busy for the men's basketball program at UA as well. We'll do all that and more with Hank South, recruiting analyst for us. At BamaOnline.com when the Bama Online podcast returns right after this. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back with more of a Friday edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer alongside Hank South getting you ready for a big sports weekend in general where the Alabama Crimson Tide is concerned. Of course, you've got the Alabama softball team. On the heels of a 5-1 to win on Thursday night over Arizona at the Women's College World Series advancing to winner's bracket play against UCLA on Friday night. You've got Alabama baseball cranking up NCAA regional tournament play on Friday afternoon in Ruston, Louisiana against the Wolfpack of North Carolina State. So a lot of stuff going on, but... Certainly with Hank, we're going to be recruiting-centric, and we're going to continue to do that on the podcast right now. Hank, I wanted to ask you, because I follow your updates very closely. I know the rest of us do there that are a part of BamaOnline.com, sort of hang on every post, hang on every update, and a sort of common theme that I'm picking up on, really going back for the last recruiting cycle or two, is that Alabama's presence in the Pacific Northwest with maybe an emphasis on the state of Washington seems to be intensifying. We know that JT Tui Malalo, the 2021 five-star defensive end is still out there expected to officially visit Alabama later in the month, but it's not just limited to one guy. It doesn't seem like Hank.
0: No, they've been, uh, They've been making some noise out in the Pacific Northwest. Um, there, there's actually, it, it's interesting. They they brought a big. Uh, he's Ford Sports Performance. Tracy Ford. He brought he brings groups down to Bama every once in a while. He brought a, a group that included JT uh, Tuyamolo out back in uh, the summer of 2018. Which is you know we talk about JT Tuyamolo's has already visited Bama once. That was that visit um, when he when he came down for for uh, camp back in uh, June of 2018. And it's funny because. Uh, similar kind of occurrence happened this year. Um back in twenty eighteen, Tracy Ford, who 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 brings the kids and you know mentors and trains these guys. Um he, he tweeted, Oh yeah, th- I think it was the same tweet. It was like this kid's 14 years old and it was a it was a young JT2 he's He was like this kid's gonna be big time and of course he went on to be the number one player in the top two, four, seven, and a guy where we're waiting on um, to make a decision here in the next few weeks um, after his visit slate. Um, but one young young uh, recruit, a 2024 um, interior offensive lineman named Isindre Afua, I, b- I believe his nickname is Papa. Um, he got an offer, uh, 14 years old, for, from Alabama. I forgot. I think he was 6'4". I saw that tweet. yeah Just
1: crazy. I yeah, mean, the guy he, looks like he could be a second year NFL guy physically <laughs> yeah. almost.
0: No, no doubt. Um, so Bim is in on him early. They're doing a little college tour. I think they went to Auburn yesterday, but uh he brought a pretty big group down. You know, uh, the the highlight the, the headliner of, of the group in terms of rankings was um Jaden Wayne, a five star edge uh or defensive lineman from uh from Tacoma. He actually um, spoke to us and or, or gave us some reaction about the visit. Um, he got an offer about a month or so ago, um, made his way down for a visit, um, said he just loved it. And, we, you know, he, he's posted photos. Um, the new photo shoots are, are pretty cool. Alabama has set up for the kids. Um, but he, he even said Bama's at the top of his list now. I don't know if it's his actual leader or if he was just saying, you know, at the top of the list among others. But uh, he is very, very high on Alabama right now. Um, all the way out of Tacoma. Not even Seattle. Isn't Tacoma what on the whole other side of the state, or am I yeah. am I wrong?
1: No, that's more eastern. I believe Washington. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Getting so Idaho there. Right.
0: So certainly,
1: you know, the reach is, is there.
0: Um, and, and yeah, I think it goes to show. You know, I think Holman Wiggins has done a really good job of, of stepping in in that West coast area, you know, obviously Sark had ties to the state of Washington, um, in his time there, but, um, Holman Wiggins is from LA and, you know, he, he's done a good job, I think, keeping Bama relevant on the West coast. Um, since, since Sark left, since Tosh the left, since, you know, th- these, these West coast recruiter guys, um, ha- have, have gone elsewhere. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, um, what happens with these guys, but certainly a, a, a solid impression that, uh, got left on them this week.
1: Presley Caleb Presley, the four-star cornerback for 2023, isn't he from the same high school as JT? Yeah,
0: yep. yep. He's a go. year younger, or I guess two years younger. Um, so he's going to be a junior this fall. But he got an offer, spoke with Nick Saban, and so yeah, um, two two offers out of that group. Um, and I, I wouldn't be shocked to see those those others get offers eventually down the line.
1: As we let you get back to it, the Adam Schefter of Bol's recruiting coverage, <laughs> I like to refer to Hank South, and of course Hank told us. Back in February, or revealed to us back in February that Henry Toa making the jump from Tennessee to Alabama was very, very likely after speaking with Henry's father. And, of course, as we learned on Thursday, Hank, the SEC intra-transfer rule went away. So there he is, Henry Toa now, cleared to join the Alabama Crimson Tide, eligible immediately. But hoops, a big part of things as well. Nate Oates taking no breaks on the recruiting front. And I know you caught up with a recent visitor to Oates and his program and shooting guard Nick Smith. What did you take away from uh, those comments and that interaction that you had with uh, with Nick Smith?
0: Yeah, it seems like very high on Alabama. It was kind of an interesting visit. He did not have Bama in his top 10 earlier this year. Uh, obviously, you know, we, we all know top schools lists. Don't really mean much, especially when you you say you're keeping things open. So you know, <laughs> Bama wasn't in it, but they're they're certainly in it now, um in his top group. He actually said he he reopened his recruitment from his top ten. So anyone's able to get involved with him. But Bama got the first visit from him. um he he was in camp on campus on Tuesday through Thursday. um uh, but said, you know, he had a really good time. he He hung out with j d. Davison. That was kind of his player host. Um and, and spend time with Naideau, spent time with Antoine Petway. He actually has a connection to Antoine Petway. Um, Petway coached his dad at Jacksonville State for a year, so they, they've known Petway for a while and you know had that bond there. But um, I, I think Bama left a really good impression. There's been some buzz about you know whenever Duke offers him. That'll be, you know, the team to beat. But obviously, we saw Coach K um, re- announce his um, soon-to-be retirement um, earlier this week. So, you know, who knows if that shakes things up? I know Kentucky's involved with them. He's supposed to be at Auburn this weekend for an official visit. So, uh, he's still a few months away from making a decision. But I think Bama really helped itself with with this visit. Uh, all the kids say, you know, the first thing talking about Bama outside of the coaching staff relationship is just the style of play and you know they want to be part of that system so uh,
1: that that has certainly helped them and I I think they're a major player for for Nick Smith now yeah and you got the five-star point guard Jaden Bradley from IMG set to hit campus next weekend so again Nate Oates, Antoine Petway, Brian Hodgson, the rest of that Alabama staff uh, keeping the month of June loaded with potential stars on the recruiting front wanted to ask you too. Hank, uh, it looks like we see a continuation of the cross recruiting between football and basketball, because I know you've noted here in the last few days for us there at BamaOnline.com, your BOL Insider uh, notebook and and those type of updates that you can get only from Hank at BamaOnline.com. Antonio Kite the uh, football prospect, I guess a defensive back more so than anything else from Anniston high school. Uh, is he in play on that front between football and, and basketball? Is, is that what we're seeing here in the wake of Terry and Arnold, of Ja'Quincy McKinstry, uh, more of that maybe perhaps with kite and some others.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think so. He actually, um, on top of visiting um, the football facilities and, and the staff and everything on, 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 uh, on, Wednesday, um, he actually spent time with um, with uh, Nate Oates and the basketball staff throughout the day um, on his visit. So. He's definitely being recruited in basketball. I don't know how serious it is as far as, you know, how it was with Terry on Arnold or, or JaQuincy Quincy McKinstry, but there's certainly interest there. And, you know, he's obviously has, he was a basketball prospect before he was a football. That's kind of where he started to build his name. And then he had a, had a great junior season and has and really blown up on the football circuit as well. Um, so yeah, we're, we're still seeing that. That still continues to be a theme. Um, even Emmanuel Henderson, you know, if you look back to March before he committed to Alabama, there were some schools making a last ditch effort trying to Georgia, win him over. Georgia, yeah, Georgia offered him in basketball. I think Auburn offered him in basketball. Emmanuel told me that Bama is talking about playing basketball too. So. Maybe that's that's another guy that does the cross cross sports, but yeah, certainly a theme, certainly a a recruiting tactic um, that that uh, that schools are using. But yeah, you know, we'll we'll see how, how much of an impact those, uh, this year. You know, when uh, when Terry Arnold and JaQuincy McKinstry are playing, we'll see how much of an impact they have. Um, because even Teron Arnold, you know, he says his first love is basketball, so that, that was what that's what he wanted to do. But uh, certainly has a has a bright future in football ahead of him as well.
1: You know, you think about Aniston and you've got Oxford right there. I guess it could be a pretty nice one-two punch if you're able to go Traquan Fagans and Antonio Kite. And I know you caught up with Traquan Fagans, too, here in the last few days, and it sounds good for the Crimson Tide on that front.
0: Yeah. People were wondering kind of what, what the deal was with that. Why wasn't Bama pushing or, you know, what, where was Bama in that recruitment? Because Georgia and even Miami were the two schools kind of being talked about most with, with, uh, with Fagans this, this past, the past few months. But uh Bema offered him I mean back in 2020 so the the offer was there but the communication really picked up this year um uh, he's been talking with Nick Saban been talking with with uh with a bunch of the defensive staff um and then he took his visit um he he didn't do the camp but he did do a little private workout um on on his visit day uh I'm totally losing track of time I think it was Wednesday June 2nd whichever <laughs> whichever day that was yeah uh, a couple just uh,
1: say a couple days ago yeah a couple of know, days whatever. ago
0: but uh <laughs> They had him work out. Um, he didn't do the camp, but he went and talk with Nick Saban. And, you know, he said Saban told him he wants him there. He said he wouldn't be sitting in his office if he didn't think he could play at Alabama. And, you know, I think that really left him. You know, I think that was impactful to hear that for Fagans and his family. Um, and he, you know, I, I asked him kind of where Bama stands. He hasn't named leaders or anything, but he said he said how I look at it. Ah, uh, Bama's at the top of the chart for me right now, and so you know you gotta like to hear that. You gotta like to that if you're a Bama fan trying to see where this recruitment is trending. um, He's going to be at, at at Miami this weekend. Um, I read a little uh, preview that my our Miami writer wrote. They said they think M- Bama's going to be a hard team to beat in this one. Obviously, you know any inst- any in-state top recruit, um, you know, Bim is usually the team to beat. But now that Faggins is actually saying that, um, and, and you know, he's going to take an official visit in the fall. Uh, but I think Bim is in good shape in this one, along with Antonio Kite. Uh, you know, I, I, if I was picking for both of those guys right now, I'd, I'd crystal ball Alabama.
1: There you go. We're going to let him get back to it. We've taken up enough of Hank Sal's time, but – As always, extremely informative, outstanding coverage. You need to jump on BamaOnline.com right now. If you haven't done it already, if you're already there, we certainly appreciate your presence and your commitment to us at BOL. Thanks, Hank. Thanks, Travis. There he goes, Hank South, recruiting analyst, BamaOnline.com. Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online podcast. If you haven't already, How about a subscription to the podcast? It's as simple as a click or two. A rating and a review while you're there would be certainly appreciated as well. Until next time, have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.